The Toby Gribbon Show. Highlights. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Well, Joey O'Connor is an award-winning author of 21 books and screenplays who's on the line here just now. How are you doing today? Doing great, Toby. Great being with you. Great. Now, your new book is called Among Kings. What's the basic premise behind that book, first of all? Among Kings, it's a historical fiction novel, and it's all about one of the first African-American missionary explorers to go to the Congo in 1890. Mm. And he risked his life to to save the nation. And he did that by taking on King Leopold of Belgium, who had enslaved the entire nation for the rubber trade. And because Shepard spoke out against the atrocities, it led to the first international human rights trial. Wow, that's quite an interesting story. How did you find out about that, really, and decide to write a book about it? Yeah, it's, it, it's a question people ask me all the time. My brother-in-law had came to me about 15 years ago, and he shared with me an NPR, NPR uh, radio um show that he'd heard about the life of William Shepard. Shepard was born in Virginia, same year the Civil War ended here in the United States in 1865. So ever since he was a young boy, he desired to become a missionary in Africa. Um, But at that time, uh, when he applied with the Presbyterian Mission Board to go overseas, they wouldn't let a black man go over by himself. Mm. So he he faced this tremendous struggle, struggle to get over there. And what ended up happening he ended up being partnered with a white missionary by the name of Samuel Lapsley. So the two became dear friends as they rode up a thousand miles up the Congo River. They faced disease and fevers and and warring tribes and Leopold's uh, armies in the Congo. So it's the book is really a story about a dear friendship and how together they they fought against um, this evil king. And what most people know don't know about Leopold is that he is responsible for the world's fourth largest genocide. An estimated eight to twelve million people died in the Congo wow. uh, because of his enslavement of the people. Mm. And so um, that's how the story got started. There's so many different parts to it, but it's it's uh, we've we've been doing a deep dive. Uh, into William Shepard's life and history. And with Black History Month coming up, we really hope more people, not only in America, but across the world, learn about this incredible human rights hero. Yeah, that's incredible. The fourth largest genocide, but we don't really hear about it as much as other ones. 
Why do you think that is? Well, you know, um, you know, for 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 a lot of reasons, uh, Leopold owned the Congo as his own personal possession, and because uh, the genocide happened um, not under the eyes of reporters and human rights groups and agencies. Um, uh, many people were killed through starvation or, um, you know, uh, uh, beatings and tortures. So the genocide happened out, out from underneath the eyes of the modern world We uh, because it, it, it happened really from about 1890 to 1910. Mm-hmm. And um, so it, it, it's a great question, but, um, you know, many historians are, are aware of it. And um, what's interesting is you look at the whole story, and one of the reasons why I'm compelled to continue researching and writing about William Shepard is because everything that's gone on in the Congo today and for the last 20 years it all traces back to Leopold's roots in the Congo. Yeah. So why is William Shepard so important, do you think? Yeah, great question. William Shepard, as one of the first African-American missionaries to go to the Congo, he discovered a completely hidden kingdom called the Cuba Kingdom. And because of that, he became the first black man inducted into the UK's uh, Royal Geographic Society. And when he came back to the the uh, United States over 20 years on different furloughs, he met with four U.S. presidents. He spoke at universities, black churches, white churches. He was really a rock star of his day, yeah. but he fell off. He fell off into obscurity. And mm-hmm. so that's why we're really trying to to let people know about this phenomenally inspirational human rights hero, because his his achievements are are are, are incredible. The the whole story plays out like it for people familiar with movies like Schindler's List and yeah. Amistad and Hotel Rwanda. It's got all those elements to it. Yeah. And what do you think are his main achievements then? Well, his his primary achievement was when he spoke out against the atrocities, he sent photos to a gentleman by the name of Edmund Morell hmm. in London. Edmund Morell spoke out against the atrocities and he formed a group called the Congo Reform Association. And so in working with Morell and sending those photos, uh, which are really kind of the first journalistic photos of human rights abuses, Leopold slashed back at him with a lawsuit, and this led to the first international human rights trial. And uh, because Shepard won that trial, it led to Leopold's downfall. And two months, uh, uh, Belgium stripped um, uh, the the ownership of the Congo away from Leopold. Two months after the trial ended, Leopold ended up dying through a botched uh, cancer operation of his stomach. And so the story essentially is a black man brings down an evil white king. Yeah, definitely. And did you have to do any research for this? I take uh, it you must have, right? Uh, absolutely. We, uh, My brother-in-law and I, we researched it for years. We've actually developed a 10-episode a limited television series that we're, we're pitching right now, but we've really spent 15 years of research and writing both the novel 
and this episodic television series we're looking to produce. Yeah, and it must have taken you a while to write the book because there are, what, 59 chapters or something? Yeah, right, exactly. It took, took about three years to write the novel. Wow. So how many pages is that in total? Um, it's about 400 pages. Wow, that's quite a lot. Although actually not really, come to think of it. For that amount of chapters, are the chapters quite short? Um, yes, they are. Mm. Short book. Well, it's not a short book, but it's uh, short chapters. It's a quick read. Yeah, absolutely. And how do you think these events that happened in Congo that you've written about affect Congo and indeed the world today? That That's a great question. And that's why I am still working on promoting this story. Mm. Because as my brother-in-law, Ken Straw, and I were doing the research, we discovered, okay, what are the ongoing conditions in the Congo uh, in the past 20 years. What most people don't know, in the past 20 years, over 6 million people have died in the Congo because of two Congo wars, the wow. genocide that happened in Rwanda that everyone was familiar with in 1994. Mm-hmm. That genocide pushed uh, West into the Congo. And then the United Nations has called the Congo the most overlooked humanitarian crisis since World War II. So what keeps me in the story is really outrage that so many um, Congolese lives have been lost. And it all goes back to Leopold and him stealing the resources of ivory and rubber at the turn of the century with the Industrial Revolution. So today, the battle in the Congo is over the minerals the tin, the tungsten, the gold, the tantalum, the coltan that run all of our cell phones and all of our modern consumer electronics. So that this historical fiction story has huge bearing on what's going on in the Congo today. Yeah. Is there the same old thing of whenever something bad happens in the Congo? Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. All the countries that could help are sort of far away, and it's like, well, it's not our problem. Yes, and that's that's very common. That is what happens. Yeah. But part of part of our work involved, we, we ended up... Uh, developing a new NGO called the New Congo Reform Association based upon Edmund Morell's work. And so what we're really trying to do is to tell positive, good stories coming out of the Congo. Um, I've been to the Eastern Congo. I have very good friends that live and work there. Uh, Camille and Esther Natoto, they have an organization called Africa New Day. Mm -hmm. So we're trying to highlight um, not the bad stories, but the good work being done because they're doing a lot with uh, young students and leadership development yeah. helping families. And so um, there's there's a lot of piece to this story, but we really believe that a, a young generation is rising in the Congo that's going to make a tremendous difference. Yeah, absolutely. And let's talk about some other people here. Samuel Lapsley, what was unique about him? What is unique about Lapsley, if you imagine this, um, mm. Shepard is, if you look at his photos, he looks like an incredibly strong, strapping, athletic man. Yeah. Lapsley, he is an Alabama-born, blue-blooded, pencil-neck geek. He's tall. He's thin. He's balding. The two are like Tweedledee and Tweedledum. They're exact opposites, but they get paired together. And along the way, they develop this incredible friendship um, in their journeys and in helping the people in the Congo. So Lapsley, he is an enthusiastic. He's blue-blooded to a fault. But um, in God's good sense of humor, he pairs up these uh, these two people and uh, La Lapsley um, makes some tremendous uh, contributions. Uh, so both Lapsley and uh, Shepard have incredible memoirs, which we've researched, which we've read. Yeah. Um, and, and to make a long story short, um, I have a very good friend of mine who runs a 400 person mission organization and Samuel Lapsley is his great great uncle wow so it's 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 a tremendous story there but that's for another day yeah and that actually works quite well for a book doesn't it having two polar opposites becoming friends and being stuck together yeah yeah and it's 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 my hope as people read the story is that they really see how can a black man and a white man develop a tremendous friendship? Yeah. Because as we all know, the past couple of years, there's just been a, a lot of chaos over race relationships. And, and our hope is people read the story that they really receive a framework for how, how do we model mutual respect and love and uh, support of one another. Yeah, absolutely. And I guess we've briefly touched on this, but do you think your book itself would be quite relevant to today as well? Absolutely. And, th and that's why we're producing this television series, because it's, it's really going to show people... Um, you know, Shepard was the lead guy going up against Leopold, but yeah. also another uh, gentleman that I mentioned, Edmund Morell, his work with the Congo Reform Association. There was this whole cast of characters around Shepard that banded to stand up against Leopold's atrocities. Mm. So it's, uh, it's a perfect picture of what people of different races 
do to come together to fight evil. Yeah. And this whole story, was it just these sort of few characters, so to speak, or were there maybe a lot more people involved along the way? There's a lot more people along the way because uh, Edmund Morell in particular, he assembled all the great luminaries of his day. So he got people on his Congo Reform Association protest team, per se, uh, William Cadbury of Cadbury Chocolate, uh, Joseph Conrad, who wrote Heart of Darkness, um, Mark Twain, Booker T. Washington, W.B. Dubois, um, on and on and on. This this dream team of people who stood up and, and they held protest rallies in, in England and across the world with thousands of people. Yeah, you've got me interested now that you've mentioned Cadbury Chocolate, I have to say. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> and have you got any more books coming up after this one, by the way? I do. Mm-hmm. I do. I have a book that I'm currently writing. It's called The Mineral Curse. And it is a modern day thriller based in the Congo. So I've taken a lot of that historical research, put it in a modern day setting, still dropping in a lot of the history. But it's essentially about a human rights lawyer who's got to rescue a beautiful doctor before global conspiracy tries to take over the world's mineral resources. So it bakes in a lot of the themes that I've been talking about today. Yeah. So the one we've been talking about here is sort of non-fiction, and then this one coming up is fiction. So it's quite interesting. No, no, oh. no um, the uh, Among Kings, it's historical fiction. Ah. So so I fictionalized a number of the events because because I can't get into yeah. Shepard's world and his dialogue. There, there are some fictional characters, um, but it's all based upon true events. So yeah. the, the, the major true events actually happened in, in the historical timeline. Yeah. Is it easier or harder when you're basing something on true events? Uh, much more difficult <laughs> because there, there will always be people that who will be sticklers of, hey, it didn't happen this way or oh, didn't yeah. go down this way. And so um, I'm finding my purely fiction book is a much easier book to write (laughs) yeah absolutely and when you're not writing do you have other fun things that you like to get up to yeah, absolutely. Uh, I years ago I founded a nonprofit for artists, and it's called the Grove Center for the Arts and Media. So I still serve on that board. We work with artists of all different disciplines, writers, filmmakers, musicians. So we hold retreats and gatherings and provide all sorts of resources. Mm. So that's a uh, part of what I do in my spare time. Yeah, and also I guess it's fair to say you're quite a prolific writer because you have won many awards and done twenty one books and screen please. Over that time, have you had any projects that has been your favorite, maybe? You know, that's that's a great question. Because I've written in a number of, of different genres, there are favorite um, books I've written in those different time periods. Mm. But I will say this this project, Among Kings, and the new book that I'm writing now, I, I, I'm enjoying my my writing more and more for the yeah. scripts that I'm writing. That's a, that's a different, fascinating craft to to learn and excel at. So I just love to write. So mm. I, I just feel blessed and privileged to be able to uh, to write these stories. Yeah. And what actually got you interested in writing in the first place? Yeah, you know, that's a great question. Mm. <laughs> in college at university, I was actually a Spanish major, Ooh. but it was in writing my Spanish papers that I really learned uh, to write better uh, because you're forced to learn English grammar in a a whole different way, kind of in reverse by learning another language. 
So that that really got me started. And then during my my um, my college years, I began writing short articles for youth magazine. I was doing a lot of youth work at the time. So just one thing led to the next. I, I, I never had aspirations as a young child to be a writer, hmm. but I, I kind of stumbled into it and, and, hap- and I'm very happy I did. Yeah, definitely. Well, where are we able to check out the latest book, Among Kings, if we would like to check it out? Great question. It's available on Amazon, on Barnes and Noble, uh, Apple, and, and any major bookseller. But the print versions in, uh, you can get on Amazon, the e- ebooks on just about any other platform. If people want to go to my website, they can they can visit that as well. I actually have a lot of uh, uh, interesting uh, videos about Ooh. Leopold and the different characters in the book. Yeah, that's actually great because you might finish the book and want more, and then there you go. Absolutely. Yeah. And of course, as well, you've got all your other books. Are they also on Amazon and the website and things? They are. Yeah, they are. Great. Well, thanks very much for joining us here on the show today. It's been great to talk to you. Toby, it's great being with you. Thanks so much for having me. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. The throbbing pulse of sound, the Toby Gribben Show.